as entrepreneurs, we choose this path because we know that it can lead to a different way of life, right? We're called to something more. We have this idea that we want to breathe life into and monetize. We have an ambition. And oftentimes we also have a dream for ourselves and for our families too. But do you ever wonder whether your kids will choose this path? Will they choose entrepreneurship too? And why is it that some kids choose the same path as their parents while others tend to run in the opposite direction from the path their parents chose? So like with most things, it comes down to modeling. What was their vantage point on our entrepreneurial experience? So today we're talking about how we can best introduce and model entrepreneurship for our kids to see if it lights a spark in them and how we may be inadvertently turning them off to it and what we can do to help light that entrepreneurial spark for them through our own words and our own actions. Okay, let's raise them up right. You're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. And this episode is dedicated to raising luminaries. If you listen to this show, you already know that it's not about you anymore. As a leader, a real luminary, you're here to deeply impact others. I feel it too. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, a business leadership strategist and mom who's passionate about raising up that next generation of leaders. Looking at my three kiddos, I realized that I wanted to do entrepreneurship differently for them. Society is failing the next generation, and once a week on this show, we're doing something to change that. Whether you're a parent with your own little luminary or you want to heed the call of impacting those trailing you, This short but sweet episode will give you guidance and inspiration you can bring around your dinner table or into your community. You want to create your legacy? Here's where you start. Let's raise them up right. This conversation came to me because I was talking with one of my team members who also has kids, and she was sharing about a side business that she has in real estate and how much she and her husband love it. But we got to talking about what aspects of that business that they run, what aspects do their kids witness? What do they see? And she had this light bulb moment realizing that the kids probably see more of the venting that comes from running a business or the struggles and the problems versus the victories that come with it. You know, it's not typical that as she and her husband are catching up about the business, they're talking about that sweet note that they got from the renters who had a wonderful time on the lake or whatever it might be. They're putting out the fires. They're dealing with the things that pop up like the you know, dishwasher that just broke in the house. It's not on purpose. We just tend to gloss over the wins or the things that are going well or that we naturally do well. And we focus on the battles that we're up against. And that's just kind of human nature. We take for granted the good parts sometimes. And we, and we as entrepreneurs, have to sometimes focus on those problems because we've got to fix them. So what are the conversations around the dinner table when it comes to entrepreneurship within your family? You run your own business, you're self-employed, whether you have a brick and mortar, you own a restaurant, you have an online business, you're a coach, whatever it might be, what comes up that your kids are listening to and paying attention to and absorbing? Even if you're not directing the conversation at them, trust me, they're picking it up. And I tell the story a lot about my mom speaking of being around the dinner table, when I would get up middle of the night to go use the bathroom or to go get a glass of water when I was a little kid, and I would see the light on in the dining room. You guys have probably heard me tell this story, but it's so 
I don't know, I just, it's so vivid in my mind and it, and it shaped a lot of my future. And I'd see my mom, you know, those late hours with her briefcase open and all her papers out, catching up on the work that she had missed because she had chosen to prioritize being present with the kids. And sometimes I get asked by you guys, by friends, whomever, peers, why or how I still pursued entrepreneurship despite witnessing that sacrifice. And it hit me in that conversation with my team member when she was kind of sharing about that her own light bulb moment of, man, maybe we need to shift the conversation to something a bit more positive when it comes to entrepreneurship. And it struck me that I think one of the reasons that seeing that didn't equate in my brain to, oh, all entrepreneurs don't get sleep. I'm going to have to be up in the middle of the night doing my work. It was because my mom didn't view that as a sacrifice. She never complained about it. it. I witnessed her doing it, but she was doing it with joy. It wasn't her burden. It was her gift that she had a career that allowed her to be present with her kids, even if it meant working and logging late hours. And I think because that was the lens through which my mom viewed entrepreneurship, it became the one she shared with me. So the conversations around her self-employment were about how she got to be with us and she loved that or how she had the opportunity to help this client or go visit one of her elderly clients when they were lonely or how blessed we were to have the opportunity to create our own path through self-employment, through running her own business. As entrepreneurs, we are natural-born problem solvers. If we're not, we're not going to be in business very long. There's not a single day without a problem in entrepreneurship. But we have to be careful not to let our kids only see the problems. And when we do problem-solve, right, it's from a place of possibility and positivity, not just stress and overwhelm and frustration. They pick up on those things a lot. So if you have a child that you feel like could potentially pave their own way in entrepreneurship, they could be interested in doing something on their own. Don't underestimate the power of your words and the power of your actions and the power of your perspective on what you do. It's not to say everything has to be rosy. I actually think it's of great value when things go wrong or when there's a struggle. You can even include the kids in the conversation and in the problem solving. But it's not from this woe is me, stressed out here we go again kind of attitude that some entrepreneurs take when they're in the comfort of their own home and their clients aren't watching. And the reason I'm so passionate about entrepreneurship and serving entrepreneurial parents specifically is because I think it opens up the doors of possibility in our lives that we can't necessarily access in the same ways through more conventional career paths. There are a lot of stressors that come with it. There are a lot of sacrifices that come with it, but the glory on the other side of it is so untouchable. It's just, it's this unbelievable opportunity to weave your your natural gifting, your innate gifts, your skills, your passions, your purpose into something that can generate more financial freedom for your family. And I think that's a beautiful thing. So I'm not forcing anything on my kids. You know, if if they choose a path other than entrepreneurship, I'm not going to be heartbroken about it as long as it's the right thing for them. 
However, what I'm doing now is looking for ways to identify those little sparks in them along the way. So I want to remind you guys that we have a free workbook that is so instrumental in identifying those sparks in your kids and cultivating that little entrepreneur in them and letting them explore early whether this could be a good path as you give them the beautiful perspectives that come with entrepreneurship. So make sure you head over to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash spark. This is where you're going to identify their spark. You're going to help them figure out what are those things that really light them up and capture them while they're young so you can cultivate it while they're young. Help them and serve them in their own personal growth and their own leadership growth. All we do here on Raising Luminaries, it involves us modeling it first. So help them identify it, but then model it for them so that they can explore the possibilities in their own worlds, whether it's entrepreneurship or something else. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. We pick a luminary each week from our social posts. So if you want to be entered into our Luminary of the Week drawing, then comment, save, and share the Instagram post from this episode. We want to lead and spoil you. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.